My Talkers. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia on this cold and now snowy Monday. But don't worry, one more hour left till you get home because that's it. That's all you got. And we've got Lori and Julia to entertain you, which is not a better way to do it. Right, guys? Thank you. so much. Oh, my gosh. So uh, over the weekend, the Kennedy Center Honors happened, and that will be shown on CBS December 28th. Okay. Plan your calendars accordingly. Just, we usually mm-hmm. would watch it we always would. because it would be one, at least some sort of something to talk about in the dead week between Christmas and New mm-hmm. Year's. Because <laughs> that's always when it airs is after right. Christmas. But you kind of get to talk about it twice. The weekend it actually happens and then the weekend that they do the broadcast. And um, so the honorees this year were George Clooney, Gladys Knight, um, who the heck else? You two, yeah, you two, um, some dancer or something. Yeah, I can't remember. Couple other, couple other people. But anyway, that, I was excited about these are the Gladys, you two, and George Clooney. Yes. That was the ones I was interested in. We posted Grant. I should say posted the red carpet at the um, at the Kennedy, Kennedy Center, yeah. and um, Joe Joe Biden was wearing custom Monique Lulier. Oh, Monique. Um, Julia Roberts is wearing uh, Moschino, and she's so clever. She's so amusing. Uh, but I'm sure Amal was eye-rolling a little bit and saying, dial it back a hair, pretty woman. She wore a dress with Amy a blazer. Grant. Okay, Amy Grant. Yeah. But Julia wore a dress with all these photos of George Clooney on the dress. Oh. It's funny. It's cute. And I thought it was really clever, Lori. Okay, okay, but I agree with the Fug sisters at Go Fug it's Yourself. It's a bit much. Um, I think Julia is a very appealing actor, and she's a very annoying celebrity. Okay, that's fair. And she gushes over George Clooney. Yes, he's her best friend above everybody else. And so the the Fug sisters, who run Go Fug Yourself, said that one of the things that they think that Julia does quite a bit is that she likes to pull the focus from other people's other people's moment when it's technically not her event. Right. And this is a case yeah. of that. I would agree. I think what she's doing is she's going to be up on stage in being the main person for George Clooney's induction to the Kennedy Centers or whatever you call yeah. it to be honored. And so she's got a dress with different photos of George Clooney. We've reposted it. But okay. I don't you think you would I would, eye roll I it would if agree. you were Amal just I a would little agree. tiny bit? I would agree. If, yeah. if Grant was going to introduce us and induct us and all he wore was you. Yeah, right. All over the dress, I'd be a little pissed. But, but she's I got agree. a crop jacket on. She did absolutely nothing to her hair. She brought Danny Mulder. She never, she never does, though. She has... She's a lazy celebrity in that way, Lori. Yeah, that's why husband. she's annoying. I want her to sometimes, like, I loved her ticket to paradise, her big pink foo-foo, but she was cute. that's because she knew she had to stand next to George Clooney. Come on, look like a movie star, Julia. Yeah, all right, fine. Anyway, but Amal looked amazing. That was custom Valentino. Amal um, looked beautiful. Gladys Knight looked amazing. Gladys was in red. It was absolutely beautiful. Anyway, Ariana DeBose was there. Cheryl Crow was there. So different people were there yep. for inducting and different things. And anyway, but I was shocked when I saw da- Danny, Julia's husband, because they never do anything together in public. She made him. Yeah. You do it to get a show up. That's right. You like George. 
No one went to see Top Gun at the box office because everybody's already seen it once or twice. That's my theory. And there's a really, there's a lot right now going on with well, the holidays and shopping. And Everyone yeah. has seen that movie yeah, once or have. twice, don't you think? Yep. And it's been on. They just did it to, um, it's a flyover gig just to, um, for Oscar eligibility. Yeah, fine. Everyone is going to see the menu if people are doing the word of mouth. I just talked to Mike here earlier, and he said he really, really yeah. liked it. Yeah, Don liked it too. It's kind of a, it's a little dark, yes. but it's comedy, and it's, it's, it's for moviegoers. Everyone that I know that's just like a regular moviegoer really Liked likes it. it. Yeah, and because things. people like going to islands where they know something bad is going to not happen. Not always, Lori. <laughs> yeah, right. Not everybody is like you. <laughs> No, I Not know. Every, I will say I found the two people that are excited to go to Avatar 2. The three and a half hour er, movie, My Children. Oh, yeah, oh, because they, were, they have a fond memory of it from they their childhood. They both said, but we want to go when it's at the Alamo. Yeah. And, and we can, Mom, will just run up that bill for you. I was going to say, yeah. Mom, get big oh, for it all. Oh, no. We go, and you know what? It is a great place to see a movie. Yeah, it, it is. Because you get to have a beverage. And you that get to would eat. be a movie to see there because it's so long. 100%. But I was shocked. They both, yeah. Yeah, Mom. Okay, Winslet being in that. She was oh, she held on, her breath. She was on GMA talking about it, and she was so stern, I finally had to switch the channel. Why is she so stern? Is she not in her getting any action that, with Bear's dad? I don't know. Wolf. Remember, he changed yeah. his name Rock and Rolla. Yeah. She married, you know, Rock and Rolla on the island when she Richard saved the Branson's grandmother. That Nothing. Richard Branson thing, did anyone watch that? That Dio was telling us about on HBO? It sounds no. good. Mm-mm. No, I'm, um, I am I have been in a non-documentary frame of mind. Yeah, you know? I understand. You know, there is something going on. It's called CCXP in Brazil. Oh, it's really a, like, easy um, for you to say. Yeah, it's some kind of like a CinemaCon type of thing that happens in Brazil. Okay. Keanu Reeves was there. Because he's promoting John Wick Chapter 4 in his comic oh, yeah. book series. Is it Breezer Arker? I don't know about the new comic book series. but It's called B-R-Z-R-K-R, so I didn't know if people were pronouncing that or spelling Berserker. it. Berserker. Berserker? I have no idea. The Is crowd it? went wild Berserka. for Keanu, and then uh, Keanu's buddy... Chris Pine oh. was also there because he's in Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. Honor Among Thieves, and people are looking, are very excited about that. And Chris Pine looked about a million times more engaged than we last saw him at Don't Worry Darling in Venice. Can you imagine? Let's just flash <laughs> Which back. Which is a very low bar. Can we just yeah, flash back yep, yep, to yep. how much Olivia Wilde infuriated two of her main characters on her movie set that they go and show up because they have to yes. to the Venice Film Festival and don't talk. Oh, yeah, I know. How Embarrassed you know, would you be? Here's Harry. Here we go. One more time to relive Harry, that. Let's do it. You know, my favorite thing about the movie, movie. is like it feels like a like a movie. <laughs> it feels like a real like you know go to the theater film movie. Oh, like, that guy. Three know, blinks you, by you Chris Pine. The reason why you go Four, five to watch something on the big screen. Six. I, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, six my, blinks. Got six, six blinks. That's says it. nothing. And Chris Pine <laughs> is engaged. He's with Reggie John Page. He's with Hugh Grant. Oh, well, they're laughing hysterically. They're having a blast. It seemed like they had a blast filming the movie together. Can you imagine behind mm-hmm. the scenes, though, that they had to go to Venice and they're both like, we hate her. Mm-hmm. We're not going. 
we're not showing up. You have to. You have to. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go and I'm not going to say a word. Yeah. <gasps> and then I'm not going up on the um, the press call. Right. Because Florence didn't sit up on that panel. I mean, can you imagine yeah. how looked, hostile it must have been? She looked amazing at something that she was happening. She looks beautiful. Yeah, that was kind of fun. I just think back how hostile that must have been. And there's so... It was gossip lifeline I know, for us It at really was. It we really needed was. it. We but needed but it. even... But it must have been so much worse. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. There could be someone will do like a movie about a movie about the making of Don't Worry, Darling. Or the publicity of you Don't know, Worry, Darling. and movie. movie. <laughs> Lori, that's you know? so good. The yeah. movie about the making about a movie yeah. that, that no one went to see. That movie. My brother watched it and really liked it. But I, your brother has different tastes Yeah, than I know. Most. But I know a couple other people who did like it, but I don't know. I can't even be bothered now. Not at all. Not even for a half second. I I don't want, I love Harry, and I don't, it's enough that we play that clip, which mm-hmm. is like. The clip is everything. It is. It's a movie. And I, a movie. I, too, would roll my eyes like Chris Pine, just like I'm sure Amal rolled her eyes at Julia to George, you know, afterwards. And then Chris Pine and. <laughs> that dress. And the gal, whatever her name is, that we just said her Florence name. Florence Pugh. Yeah. Miss are Slow. sitting there watching Harry and Olivia. Gush. Mm-hmm. Oh, that must have driven them. Well, I can't wait for that movie about the movie in the making of yeah, the movie, Laurie, because that's going to be brilliant. It should be something. Oh, anyway, I find myself clicking on anything that Florence Pugh shows up at a red carpet. I want to see what she's wearing. Her fashion is all over, and I love everything. Uh, so do I. She's working with a great stylist. She really is. She's like a Zendaya is that way, yes, too. Yes, you're 100% right. I know Zendaya's stylist, Roach Law. I know that name. I don't know Miss Flo's. And I don't know if those two are engaged or not, because that was running around the rumor mill last week, Zendaya and Tom. No, they're not. Okay. They're not. They're not. Very cute couple. Um, Naomi Campbell is looking for someone to play her in a biopic about her life. Would you guys watch a movie about Naomi Campbell? You have to be able to throw a phone across the room and an iron, so you've got to start lifting weights. (laughs) Start lifting weights. There is a lot of good material for Naomi Campbell. We remember that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. But, I mean, I think she's got, I mean, more to her story than you know her tabloid scandal. She had a very of course there's more but she went through a rough period. Oh yeah. Her and Russell Crowe they threw phones they threw irons they did And I think it was addicted addiction related I would agree. Yeah. Remember when she had to go and do her community service and she showed up all glammed out with (laughs) like Valentino or Gucci high heeled boots on I mean it was over an orange suit it was everything it was everything it was like picking up trash like a supermodel that was a Halloween costume (laughs) it was good for for Halloween that year Oh. Anyway, we got the dirtler. Yeah, that is. We got to get to that. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Hello, Dirt Holly. Alert. Hi, Holly. Hello, Lori and Julia. Oh. It's our last Monday Dirt Alert. We're doing the countdown now. It is. Holly, everything's changing for you around here it, and it, for us. Everything is changing for everyone yeah. around here. And we're all just getting through the Did change. You, are you going to practice getting up early? How are you going to handle that? Your I really am curious about that part. Or are you 
a non, you know, a, you're not a morning owl or, or 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 evening. Are you fluid in your time zone? Well, I'm a morning person are naturally. You? Yes. You are. So this isn't a huge move okay. for me. I get all my best work done really early in the mornings. Like for example, it's like if I had something I needed to do at night, but I would just more rather just go to bed and try again in the morning. Yeah. I reach a certain point in the day and I'm like, I am yeah. not functional. Oh, well, right? that's good then. Yes. yes. And that's one big thing that that was always the thing that would worry me. Yeah, it's the before five in the morning getting up that's a little like, okay, well, we're going to baby step it. But the problem, well, not the problem, but, you know, the issue of training oneself to get up early is that I still have things to do later in the afternoon right. in a way that I won't. So it's just like, you know what? We're just going to take gonna it. You're going to deal with it when it happens. We, I, thank you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, let's talk a little celebrity justice news. The man who shot Lady Gaga's dog walker last year. Remember that? Yes, we were just talking about that. He was sentenced to 21 years in prison today. His name, James Howard Jackson, one of three men and two accomplices who participated in this robbery, pleaded no contest to one count of attempted murder this according to the la county district attorney's office and uh, jackson shot ryan fisher the dog walker during the robbery of those french bulldogs Mm. yeah that was quite a story it really was yeah now uh while awaiting trial jackson was actually mistakenly released from jail due to a clerical error remember that oh that's right (laughs) yeah yeah they're like this whole thing could be a movie too this whole story i mean sometimes these making of movies are way more interesting than the actual movie themselves well he was recaptured shortly after and uh now he is going to be spending some Mm -hmm. years in jail Mm -hmm. uh both of you guys are watching wednesday on netflix both finished both finished Beyond. Your reviews, please. Fantastic. Beyond. Beyond. So great. Well, so give the upshot of Wednesday because I haven't watched it yet. And so what is it about this iteration of the Adams family that is capturing the zeitgeist right now? Well, I think people have like a love of the Adams family from, but like I loved the 60s TV show. That was the thing that I had a thing. I don't, I never watched the movies, movies, the recent movies or anything. I I think that it's just, uh, this is so clever. And Tim, Tim Burton is back to being Tim Burton with clean Atwood doing the design and costuming. But Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's just really well done. And Wednesday is sent to this Nevermore Academy where outcasts go to school. Kids who are also werewolves or sirens yes. or gorgons or... Um, vampire, and she's kind of trying to solve but a she's murder an mystery. Because, but she's an outcast mm-hmm. because she's this gloomy kid who, you know, set up a guillotine for you know her stuffed animals when she was six. And she's, you know, we don't know what her specialty is, but she goes to school and she starts having these visions, and she ends up solving a but, mystery about a monster in the woods. But it, it the dialogue it, is fresh and clever. Funny. The clothes they her use modern music with her, her roommate. roommate it's Enid just so is good. Kind of the heartbeat of the story. And I never watched the modern movies or anything no, like I that don't either. Think you, have to you don't have need. You don't need to know anything. Mm-mm. Yeah, so your reviews kind of match up with the things that I've been reading about it, and as much as it's like, it, you know, this is this generation's version of the Adams Family. Yeah, it's, new. it's just fun. Well, wonder. Well, you guys are not alone because this show has been breaking records over on Netflix. It is one of the most watched shows on the streaming service, up there with Squid Games from last year mm-hmm. and season four of Stranger Things, which dropped this summer. Yeah, and I will also just—I have always maintained this, but I love a show in high school. I know. <laughs> I love a show in high school. I don't care what the setting is, the scene is. There's just something about the young person years and the outcasts and the clicks. And, and you don't know the story till the end. No. I never figured it out. No. The mystery. Yeah, mm-hmm. the mystery. It's just, you know, there's love in it and friendship. And it's all the things that we like about stories that take place in high school Wednesday has. Well, lovely. So a little Veronica Mars, yes. a little Nancy Drew. Yes. A little uh, gossip a, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except kind of goth. Yeah. There's right. some Play. monsters. And with in. the Veronica Mars, the narration yeah. and everything. I love yeah. that. Oh, my goodness. Well, we don't have season two of Wednesday yet, but I, just wait in the next couple of weeks I for mean, Netflix. I mean, Jenny to order Ortega's it. agent must be the busiest person in Hollywood. Well, Jenny Ortega has quite has had quite the year because she started it off starring in the new Scream movie. She's a former Disney Channel star, so she is definitely coming into her own with yeah. Wednesday and Netflix. Mm. Oh, great! Uh, Taylor Swift is still top of the charts. Mariah Carey coming in at number two in the song chart this week. All I want for Christmas. People are listening to it. Yeah. It will never not be listened to this time of year. The Queen of Christmas, non-registered trademark. Yeah, right. (laughs) But you know what I always think is interesting about her song is that it really didn't become a hit till Love Actually. Yeah. Came out. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it was on Mariah Carey's Christmas album in the mid-90s, and it was a hit for sure. But it didn't become the perennial classic that it has become, you know, you accurately assessed in, yeah. from Love Actually. From Love Actually, and it was in the soundtrack, wow. and the little girl sings it at the end, and it's such a perfect song, yes. you know, for that movie. Granted, you watched Love Actually this weekend? I did get into Love did Actually, you? finally. Yay! And Granted, it's never seen it. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And? I enjoyed it. It's a good one. Lily and I, you know, she's seen it before, and she thought I'd like it, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, had a, it, it had an older feel, not yes. old, but older, like 90s. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. 
It's on the list now for the holiday rotation. Okay, wonderful. Well, hey, before we leave, when mm-hmm. do you guys think Amy Robach and TJ Holmes are coming back to GMA3? Maybe not. Oh. Maybe not. The Escandolo, when it came out that he had the fling with the married GMA yeah. producer, and Robert, Roberts had personally told us who to knock it off, and when the ABC news president tells people in the phone call, stop gossiping about this, that means it's wild and all over the place. I don't think they're coming back. I don't either. Oh, well, I guess stay tuned for tomorrow morning. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. Shit's, they're not going to be on. Mm-mm. Oh, well, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. This is for the daters out there. Love it. All right, the turn it up, people. Um, widen your dating app catch area widen the net widen Larry. the net that's explore, a very good thing explore don't we we be a wanderluster in fact maybe even look at other cities hey yo. oh that's a, well that's, i'm that's just a saying well, like minneapolis to st paul well duluth to superior <laughs> no. st cloud to duluth well two different <laughs> two different websites well, bumble and uh what's the other one i can't where did i write match? it down seeking seeking oh, oh, okay. i never even heard of that um one. That might be one that's just in Europe. But anyway, a third of Bumble people are saying they want to look for someone that's not even in their current city because they're digital nomads with their work. They might be wanting to move somewhere else. And 39% of people now were before they wouldn't consider anyone who is geographically undesirable. It doesn't matter as much as it used to. Not really. Right. Not really. No. So maybe maybe just open up what I don't know what long distance is to you, but maybe if you've exhausted your supply of local dates, <laughs> cast the net out wider. And um, you know, people are gonna be traveling again and anyway, you just if you've exhausted your your dating pool, widen the net. Widen the net. Widen the net, okay. But I also think widen the net. It doesn't have to be a geographical thing. It can no. be uh, um, uh, personality yeah. characteristics yes. things. Yes. I mean, maybe your values, but some different things that I thought that I would never go for, didn't even buy. And I did. I mean, Jeff was way out of my oh, ge- you, geography you, you told me, and you said, I know, he, lives, he lives in Forest Lake. I know, He's kind so of far ge- away. <laughs> geographically undesirable. undesirable. And I said, you... But it seems like he really likes you and he's chasing you. Uh, what's the problem here? Then I said not much. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I had to point that. I'm like, it seems like he likes you and he's chasing you. This mm. is uh, nice, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. But you were kind of ready to rule him out. because No, thought, no. No, but you were, I was never ready to no, rule him out. The first time I talked to you about it, you're like, I don't know. We hadn't gone on our first date. Yet. Right. Okay, <laughs> there you go. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We hadn't gone out yet. Okay, would you guys believe this? Well, Grant, maybe you would believe it because you're a longtime dog owner, but your dog can tell when you're having an affair. Uh, How is is that possible? They can tell everything. Julia, because... Dogs can tell a lot. I do know that, but explain. I'm going to tell you. This is wild. Because dogs have 220 million scent receptors in their nose compared to our meager 5 million. So they literally wow. see with their noses, and they can smell everything that comes home on you, even yep. even if you took a shower, but there's still scent on your shoes, mm-hmm. from a car, from wild? whatever, and they don't, 
understand cheating, but your furry friend knows who you've met. Those smells are important. All these tiny scent particles are deposited on your uh, clothing. And according to this animal behaviorist who's... Um, newsletter I occasionally read. She said that dogs are so <laughs> in tune to every mood and move their owners make yep. that an Oscar winning performance couldn't dupe them. Nope, because they can tell what you're feeling. Like you could be acting as hard as you can, but if you have anxiety inside of you, they can feel that. They can sense your heart rate. They- yes, and their sense of smell is their mm-hmm. superpower. Yeah. Yeah. And when a new mm. scent is sniffed, they will remember it, oh, yeah. especially if it's correlated with the owner's mood. They're mm. edgy. Ah. Um, or if they come home and they're happier they because they happier? Maybe... Are they anxious? So yeah. they associate that scent with wow. that stress, anxious. Yeah. I wonder if TJ Holmes or Amy Robach's dog is the one that outed well, them. That would have been something. <laughs> they can't we talk were, yet. We were sent home, yes, on Saturday with a scent blanket. And that is what we do. They rub it all over the mother in her private areas, uh-huh. all over her, all over his siblings, so that when he is feeling a little, because it's a new home, you know, right. so that he can. We put that blanket by him so he can oh, remember yeah. his his litter a little bit. Right. You don't want to use it too much, but those going back to your scent, the the scent blanket is what kind of helped transition him from one place. To another, mm-hmm. as we've talked about pubic hair, the scent trap. Exactly. How's anyone going to come back around for another scent that's, if there's a one, yep, bit of hair? That's uh... anyway. So these dogs, <laughs> these dogs will know they. It's basically a scent memory bank is what a dog something? has. They have what the power to be detectives on your, on your antics. Wow! Wow! Oh. It's true. So there you go. I'm also warning you cheaters out there. You know, don't think you can fool a cocker spaniel. Oh, God, Lori, you're so funny. <laughs> who are you? Don't think you can fool a cocker. Who are Who is she? I couldn't resist who that joke. <laughs> I, love I couldn't resist that <laughs> joke. Okay, um, here is another little, um, you know... Sex nugget. Sex nugget. A little nugget. Yeah. This is a bizarre experiment. I'm going to grant you that. In a bizarre, small, small journal that I got lost between a wet paint brochure and a Venus brochure, and I happened to find it this week. Okay, you're so bloody silly. Who <laughs> Grant? Serious. I love that little okay. I don't know who she is. I love it. Go on. So, no. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that this was called Double D. Um or anything like that, but it was a breast experiment. And so okay. 266 men were recruited across the socioeconomic spe- spectrum. Okay. They were each then shown photos of five women with varying breast sizes okay. and asked to rate their attractiveness. Okay. By a wide margin, poorer men preferred the women with large comically breasts while the rich guys were cool with the less top heavy girls. Interestingly, the correlation remained consistent across the scale. The poor socioeconomic people like the bigger boobs, the middle earners like the middle sized breasts and the top earners preferred <laughs> the tiny boobies. <laughs> well, that seems like it's opposite of what you would think. You, exactly. Because those guys with the money would right. go out to those strip clubs with those fake oh. boobs and, and lust after that. But Hey, I'm like, Oh my And then once I started reading, I couldn't stop reading the stupid uh, double D uh, journal. That's a love that may or may not be a, 
you know. Well, to the A, a they might not be, you know, not, from a scientific perspective. <laughs> and it might be just, you know, well, mad men of boobs. I don't know how I got this thing. But. Well, for members of the itty bitty committee. Yes. yes. That sounds good, right? The, yeah. the wealthier men like mm-hmm. you. There you go. Now, this is just a little, you know, a little fact that is true that I did get from the Harvard Medical School of Research um, sex department that... <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> bizarre. The longer a man's ring finger is compared to his index finger, okay. the more testosterone he has. I think we've heard that before. I like yeah. That. But I'm when men start problem. losing their testosterone, mm-hmm. when their testosterone their, stops dropping. Does their finger shrink? No, their finger doesn't shrink, but like if you know that's a way of saying that maybe you're a high that you've got a what I think happens is that people Doctors like to put everything on averages, and some people are higher testosterone, men and women. So I just am an advocate of asking your doctor, like, say at like 35, yes. to do uh, your blood hormone, your I testosterone. Did and I you did? It. Yeah, I did about 35, yeah. Yeah, cool, so all you those have years, a baseline, yeah. and that way when it starts going down, then you're wondering... Why you feel like crap or why you're attracted mm-hmm. to that big-breasted woman in the red Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to, like, figure out. And both men and women, you know, have hormone imbalance, but they just don't. There's not a lot of, you know, proactivity about no. it. But it does make people not feel like themselves, to put right. it mildly. Right. Yeah. yeah. To put it mildly. So, anyway. Um, That's interesting. What else? Um, oh, and then I just would like to end this Sex Monday with... Um, a little anti-getting prostate cancer. So at least four orgasms a week, gentlemen. Is it four? Four. Take care of your man, men and women. Mm. Four a week. Okay. All right. You got to use it or it does. That's, yeah. Four, four. And then again, I'll just remind um, people that uh, the vagina, like the eye, is a self-cleaning organ. Okay, look at the honest. Th- look at the dog. And that was from um. <laughs> I, I can't Can even. I hit play? That's really a good even. one. Like the eye. Can but, I hit play? You know, I can see you. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Thank you. You know, last week when we thought that the Netflix trailer on Harry and Meghan. That was just a sneak peek. That was just a tease. It was just a, a tease. tease of the tease. Now the full trailer dropped today. We posted it for you, and um, the palace has got to be shook. Oh. You think so? Well, basically, yeah. Harry is like talking about that they traded stories. He's lifting up uh, the thing that made him the most mad the Royal Rhoda and working in cooperation with magazines and newspapers that smear the royal family and then help the royal family and harry's just like let's find another way because they kept going after megan and all these different things i mean if i were a shrink i would say this okay prince harry is literally doing for megan what princess diana wanted charles to do to do for her standing up for a man that's right Yep. Standing up for Good your for woman. Him. Good for him. Because that's all she wanted. I yeah. mean, we know that from enough. Like, she was just like, wow. can't you make your horrible family stop? Can't you? Right. I mean, because it was coming from the men in gray that she was doing all these things. I mean, Charles was okay with it because then he got to keep having his affair. And Harry 
from everything I've read between the lines, he felt William to distract the press from his little affair with Lady Chumley. He was throwing felt, a Megan story. Yeah, and it, and then William feels like his brother abandoned him. Yeah. So these feelings are hardcore and deep. Yes. Wow. And 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 William represents Charles because he's literally like, you know, the next in line. He doesn't have a choice. He doesn't have a choice. He doesn't have a choice. So it's just wild. So anyway, this so Thursday. Th- it's Thursday and it's like it drops three episodes and then the next week three. It's yes. a six pack. Yep. Thursday for three, next Thursday for three. So mm-hmm. basically, Harry's doing everything his father couldn't do. Well, he kept, he told these people to stop trying to kill my wife and stop using okay. her as the thing, and he's going to burn the whole thing down. Wow. Oh. I mean, because it's too wow. much truth. Yeah, yeah. But he is, if I were a shrink, that's what I was saying. He's doing for Megan what Charles didn't do for his mother, his wife, Princess Diana. Wow. Yeah. So, and then Harry goes, and literally everything Harry does. Is, I mean, like when I was looking at the photos, he's the of lovelier of the two. To me. William and yeah. Kate look so unhappy together. So, like, there's not they a look bit so of love. So unhappy, you know how horrible that would be though. They're forced. I mean, they don't. William they're married is, with three yeah. children. Is it that hard to try and pretend to look a little happy? But uh-huh. I think that they're not, uh-huh. and they're just, you know, Harry is just effortless in being Harry. He's the good King Harry, as Princess Diana called him. Then he wore the Spider-Man costume. He does oh, all yeah. this stuff for Scotty's so cool. Little Soldiers, which is a UK bereavement group for kids who've lost their da- dads in war. War, yeah. Oh. So with that I mean, video he lost post- a parent as a 12-year-old, so he can really yeah. relate. There's I mean, a nice video that we posted of him reaching out to the yeah. kids. It looked like it was going to be, you know, some Spider-Man. We didn't know it was going to be we, Harry. We did it. We didn't. King we Harry. did it. Okay, so... Um, you know, we've been hearing since I think when? the Venice Film Festival about this movie, The Whale, starring Brendan Fraser. Oh, yes, yes. And his big comeback. Mm-hmm. And um, people were mad at him because he took the part about a beast man. Why not cast no beast man? People were mad at him for this. People have been mad at him for that. I didn't know that. He got a huge yeah. standing ovation. Yeah, and tonight he's going to be sitting down with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, people were mad at him. And apparently. And if back in the day, he, to me, was George, George, George of the Jungle, watch out for that tree. Uh, so good looking. So good looking. Encino man. Right. And he was abused by a Hollywood executive, male, Mm -hmm. and it traumatized him and he basically stopped acting. But we're going to hear Adam Sandler is talking about. um, Adam Sandler? Yeah. Yeah. It was just came out today, talked about he saw his performance in The Whale and said, Brendan Fraser is so good. It's ridiculous. He's. Do you think uh, he's an early Oscar? Was he going to be up against my boy, Austin Butler and Elvis? Well, the only ones that they're even talking about right now for an Oscar, Lori, are um, um, Colin Farrell for oh. that horrible movie, Ishmael Zorlilia. The Banshees of Ishina. And I think this Brendan Fraser for The Whale. And the critics, Austin Butler for Elvis. Okay, but he wasn't on the last thing I okay. just saw. So the critics for The Whale are giving it 71%. Audience haven't seen it yet. It comes out the 9th. Mm-hmm. So I think this Friday. But um, Adams, I, I really just, I'm hoping for a huge success for him. Because he really 
was traumatized and went Brandon, through a Brandon. lot of stuff. Yeah. And so I think it'll be nice to see him sit down tonight with Jimmy Kimmel. Heck yeah. And um, he was featured on CBS Sunday morning. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it, though. Yeah. I gosh, I ran out of time. Did you guys ever see Blast from the Past? Alicia Silverstone? When he's when he's kept in a bunker because they think the world ended and oh, I feel like I he, feel like yeah. I am too, oh. but I can't remember it. So great! He's I feel kept, like I could have seen it with Casey's kids. I bet you it's a blast in the past. His it takes place back when the nuclear things were going on. He gets stuck in a bunker with his family, and then all of a sudden he gets released out into the world when nothing had happened. happened. But he thought that something oh, they were I hiding. I think I saw that back yeah. in the day. Oh, yeah, it's great. Blast from the past. You will laugh yeah. hysterically. I think I may have. Um, other just late night news. Um, Leah Michelle, funny girl, funny. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. on with Seth, Seth Meyers. Those tickets selling like hotcakes. yeah. I heard somebody talking about that this weekend. That saw Leah Michelle and saw Bernie and Beanie Feldstein in May, and then saw Leah Michelle in November. And night and day, good difference yeah. between the two performances. Plus Tova Feldsha as the mom. As opposed to Jane Lynch, just fantastic. But the same Nikki Arnstein, who's so sexy, he sexy, so sexy. Good. He's very good. So very, very so, good. But so yeah, good. that was kind of a little gossip I was eavesdropping on um, about Funny Girl. Nice. Mm-hmm. Just, she's so good in it. She's, she's so just, good. She makes you believe she is becoming a star, and that was my problem. When we saw Beanie, we, just, we, never, we never believed her as the star. No, we didn't. She never became the star. We're like, what is going on? No, we didn't. When is the star being born? It, it, we didn't. It didn't happen. And that was another movie. Right. Okay. <laughs> and who's playing football tonight? Tonight, I, it's the Saints versus the Bucks. Little Tom Brady action. So was, that'll get some eyeballs. Uh, maybe, yeah, it'll get some eyeballs. But uh, I would say... I, yeah, it'll get some eyeballs, but there's so much to watch out there. Like, you know, we were talking about if you haven't gotten a chance to, you've got to check out Wednesday. That's fantastic. Yes. But yeah, I don't know. The football game should be pretty good. I'm still just, you were just talking about Broadway, and I was just thinking back to the first hour when we talked about that Neil Diamond oh, debacle. A bountiful noise. Bountiful noise. I know. I can't believe that that was doing so poorly. Ne- I, Neil must not have realized, how, you know, what was going on. I, at least according to Roger Friedman, that might have been his first time seeing it. You'd Find that hard you, to believe. Yeah, and you and Roger called it a a, a beautiful mess, right? Awful. Mess. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but mm. you know, yeah. it happens. It yeah. happens with Cher. Who could mess up Cher's life? Right. Eight Broadway did. Yes. You really have to. It's it's an art to get a perfect story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll, well see. Are you going to get caught up on uh, try to get a little Yellowstone. A Yellowstone in tonight, Julia? Listen. I'm married. That's true. Apparently, when you're married, you don't have as much time as when you're single. Apparently, you don't always want to watch what you want to watch because you want to share the moment. And he hasn't watched it. Right. No, I know. Casey and I have the shows that we watch together. And the shows that I don't watch without him, I'm not watching TV. If, you know, I'm not, we don't usually separate for like I'm going upstairs to watch TV. No, I can't. So, yeah, that makes it newlyweds hard. After well, all. I'm not a newlywed and I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want to you know? do it because no. you want to spend your time, yeah. Together. Mm-hmm. I like looking over at him as he's bouncing on his big ball, which is not <laughs> is, a funny Is the joke. chair back in the room or what are we on now? It's a, one of those big rubber Medis- or, yeah, medicine where you sit ball. To, yeah, so you is can that get the, the latest and the greatest? He, but he, he, he got rid of the lawn chair in uh-huh. the family room and now we're back to the good Eckerness. The Eckerness that he bought. Okay, he is so funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he is so funny. He's got Thanks. ants in his pants. I know. Thanks, Grant. Everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, Hammernix, come check us out, right? New Hope. We're going to be at Hammernix hey. tomorrow. So be sure to come by, see the girls, drop off a little toy or a gift, and 
It's going to be a fun show tomorrow. So that's going to be a good time for our Santa project. Job done. Off you go. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 